girly. Zooby zooby zoo. <laughs> zooby zooby zoo. Zooby, zooby, zooby. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, welcome to one. Un- <laughs> Welcome to Unhinged Therapy. Okay. Okay. Danielle, where do we even begin? Where do we even begin, (laughs) Bray? I don't know. We got lots to talk about. We should just first start by introducing ourselves. Okay. You can go ahead. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The floor is yours. So, my name is Bray. Um, I'm 25. I live in the good old Jersey Shore. Woo woo. Yeah, um, it's not really woo woo, but. <gasps> <laughs> and Bray just spilled her wine. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> I don't know, Danielle. What do you have to say? Uh, I'm Danielle. I'm 25. I'm also from New Jersey. And we are two hot ass bitches that have been unlucky. In life, sometimes. In life. In life. Love. love career. Career. A hundred percent. But we've been blessed with good looks. <laughs> I was. We got one thing going for us. We got fat asses and a bomb ass personality. There you go. And that's all you need in this life. Seriously. It makes life a little bit easier. Yeah. Let's go back to when we first met. When did we first meet? I literally meet? don't even know. So, backstory. <laughs> I was good friends with Danielle's sister first Mm -hmm. and I don't even know the first time we met probably at like headliners honestly you're probably right yeah yeah I don't even know we were both like in our like create I literally when I first met her sister I just got out of a relationship and it took me like two years to even like feel again so and you just got out of a relationship too I was like in like me and my college boyfriend broke up but we were still like talking and kind of going back and forth all of like for two up until literally last year. Yeah. So it was a mess. But yeah, I was kind of doing my own thing. Um, it was like COVID. We met during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you were able to go out, but like it was restricted. Yeah. You still had to wear masks and just like chill at your table. Yeah. But no one listened. No. no Headliner, one. of course, didn't. I think that's when I met you probably. Headliner, DJ, somewhere like there. Somewhere like that. Yeah. And tell them about the first time, like, me and you just went out. (laughs) Traumatizing. When I tell you, okay, we went to this local bar, okay? Like, it's, like, Danielle's, like, home. Like, she, like, lives there. And she was, like, I need to meet boys. And I was, like, okay. Like, at the time, I was, like, in a relationship. And she was, like, oh, my God, this guy I know is here. And I was, like, oh, okay. So we go over, and it's, like, a group of three of them, right? Yeah. And the guy that she's talking to just like was very so strange. strange. Like the, we then he was like, We're going to this club, you guys wanna come? So we hopped in their car. Yeah. And then Bill Porta. Uh, they then your guy found out that I was spiritual. So yeah. the whole time he was asking me how like the stars align <laughs> and like what energy I feel and I'm like, bro, like we're like drinking, like yes, I'm a spiritual person, but I don't wanna talk about like my emotional childhood trauma <laughs> while I'm on the way to the club. But like we went into the club, the music's blaring and he's still trying to talk to me about <laughs> yeah. it. And then he's fighting with Danielle. He tells Danielle he's talking to someone um, and then tries to make out with her. Yeah. And then they fought in the car. 
<laughs> when we were fighting in the club, like I just turned his friend and I just started flirting with him. The definition of a homie hopper. I'm a homie hopper till I die <laughs> and I will own it. Like I'm through and through a homie hopper. Mm. Like I've been through, I don't know. If you, I feel like people, like, homie hopping gets a bad rep, but I'm like proud. I will wear a shirt that says homie hopper. Like I literally am. I will fuck your best friend. Like, and that's not care. <laughs> Just a PSA. <laughs> well, if they have good-looking friends, I don't... And also, just don't do me wrong, then I won't have to. No, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. And, like, didn't we almost get left at a 7-Eleven? Yeah, we did. Because I was being... I don't even remember what we were arguing about, though. I, I don't either. I just know that I was like, please, <laughs> sir, take me home. Do not leave me at the 7-Eleven. Like, I have kids to feed my cats. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a sketchy part of town it's like 2 a.m i'm just like causing a riot and everyone's just like can you guys just like get along for the car ride and i'm like yeah whatever and then like i think we apologized yeah like we ended on a good note yeah. i mean Danielle i don't and- think i i think he unfollowed me on like everything yeah i don't actually i don't know if i saw him again after that i hope not i probably did <laughs> i made the worst decision um but then one time, me and Brie went out. I met her at DJ's, and then I, we went to Bar A. <laughs> oh my god, wait. That was the first time we went out by ourselves. So I was in my very toxic era, and this girl like at this bar like had it out for me like the whole summer. Was like going after me, throwing drinks on me, trying to push me off the stage, like going fucking bananas. And yeah. then that day, she had like these fucking little pony pigtails in her hair and I'll never fucking forget it because she stomped on me and tried to kick me as I was walking by her and I saw black and Daniel was like Brie I think we should leave Brie I really think we should leave and she basically escorted me out and we went to the next bar and I sat in a bush to calm myself down you fell in the bush (laughs) I would say you fell and I'm a big fan of Love Island and like Brie didn't know what I like Love Island even was at the time and I kept being like Let's go pull these guys for a chat. Let's go chat. Let's go pull these men for a chat. And she's like, okay. So I texted her sister. I said, I don't know what Danielle's doing, but she's making me go for chats. She told me about Banta. Banta. They have to have good Banta. And I had no idea what she was saying from my sheltered life in New Jersey. And we ended up in like some cabana with like these... It was like a bachelor party. Did we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did for like a bit. They I have a that. free alcohol. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> and then we were like taking green tea shots. Like we of were course. living life at Bar A. <sighs> the good Bar old a. days. I know. The, the that was days. fun. And then yeah, and that was a fun summer. Yeah. That was last summer. That was a fun summer. And now we're here. And I feel like yeah. we started to. We wanted to make a podcast for a while, but it really came to fruition because we both went through the same exact relationship. Yeah. And we felt like we could talk about being crazy, you know. The craziness that you go through during a breakup, like the crazy shit you do. Well, I 
I've done. You've done a lot better job. <laughs> but I was literally crazy. Like, I was just mentally unstable. Like, I literally was not crazy. Like, I was not. No, you weren't crazy. You were just heartbroken. Oh, my God. I was, like, distraught for, like, six months. And during that six months is when you got into your relationship. Yeah. And I was, like, love is not real. I was, like, literally anybody getting into a relationship now, fuck you. <laughs> Danielle and I didn't talk. No, i <laughs> I would always, like, try to get Brie to come out. She was busy being a wife, which is fine. But that's the thing. Like, something that I know going into my next relationship, if someone doesn't accept me for who I am and that I like spending time with my friends and, like, a healthy amount of time with my friends, like, I can't just live for my partner. And he didn't really like that. He didn't like when, like, I went out and, like, did my thing because he didn't like going out. So he expected me to like just sit at home with him. Yeah. And now in the future, I will never do that. Like I need yeah. to have time with like my, my girlfriends or I'm going to go insane. Yeah. I think uh, my relationship was like a little bit opposite of that. Is like we didn't have like issues of like, first of all, we didn't really have any issue, like apparent issues, like visible issues, like, like verbal issues. Like we got along pretty much a, a lot of the time, obviously. And like, we just hung out by ourselves and if I wanted to, like, he would tell me, like, to go out, like, go with my friends. But I just wanted to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. And I never knew that part about me. Like, my college relationship, I could go weeks without seeing him. Like, I didn't really care. Um, and then this one, I had such, like, I have grown such an anxious attachment yes. to him. And I didn't realize yep. until, like, after the fact. And, like, I was like, it's just not normal to, like, go throughout your day of being, like, anxious all day. And then, like, when you see them, like, you're... We finally feel at ease. Like, that's not normal. No. And I never want to feel like that again. And I did not know that it was not normal. I thought it was, like, a cute, like, oh, like, you know, it's just so cute. It's just so fun. But it's literally unhealthy. Like, it's not okay. Yeah. Because the minute he said he needed space, like, I broke as a person. And, like, I literally could not function. I didn't go to work for, like, three days. I, we literally went through the same kind of, like, breakup, yeah. I would oh say. Oh, yeah. And I, it wasn't even he was outwardly telling me I can't go out. He would make comments like going out and like clubbing is immature. And then I would go out very rare occasions and he would text me the entire time that he missed me that like, what am I doing after? He would automatically, all of a sudden want to go out and go on a date the night I was going out. Yeah. When like he didn't take me out a lot. Yeah. So it was like, and I just kept putting it in the back of my brain and I was like, no, he's just being so, like he misses me. Like, no, that's like unhealthy attachment to someone. Yeah. So. Yeah. And even when I... I think one of the other things, like, I realized, I don't know, like, now I, I had, I was just frustrated because I did so much work, like, from my first relationship when we broke up in 2019 and we kind of just were, like, on and off for a little bit and, like, finally stopped communicating with him September of last year and I did so much, like, work on myself and what I wanted in someone and I was ready to date and, like, do all these, like, single girl things and then I got into a relationship and I just took my, but I took my time. I took like three years to like get out of that rut, like get away from all my feelings from my ex-boyfriend and like really start over. Whereas like my current ex-boyfriend like didn't mm -hmm. and it's just frustrating. It's like when you do your work, like you do your assignment and then like your group project, it's like a group project. Like it the other is. partner did it and it's like, you're fucking me up. I did yes. my part. Why aren't you doing your part? I say all the time, my ex met the most healed version of me. Mm -hmm. Like I really did take my time after my last relationship. That didn't even end on a bad note. Like we ended pretty like civil and like I do wish him nothing but the best, but it broke our, like our breakup broke me into shreds mm -hmm. and it took me forever to really heal myself and 
find myself again. So when I met my most recent ex, I really thought I was like, this was it. Like yep. I put in all this work and then you yep. find out that they did not they do the same. And they say that they did, but their actions show something completely different. Like words only go so far. Mm -hmm. So I completely agree with that. And I feel like, I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah. I had a point to it, but um, my wine distracted me. <laughs> oh, I realized like I was never going to let one failed relationship ruin all the progress I made. And that's what really has helped me in the healing process. Like I put in all this work and one person is not going to completely damage that. Yeah, they shouldn't, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. What is like one of the crazier things that you've like done? Like, from a breakup? Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> you know, I haven't really done... Mm, I'm trying to What think. is different from your breakup, your first breakup, and what is different than now? Oh, so my first breakup, my... To give a little context, my first ex was in the Navy. And I found out that he proposed to a 17-year-old on my birthday, three weeks after we broke up. Um, yeah. Oh my God. So I was going to throw a, my ex is getting married party. Um, and I never did anything super petty because I was like, I feel like I was dating a pedophile because he proposed to a 17 year old girl and yeah. was cheating on me with 100%. a 17 year old girl. Gross. Um, I'm trying to think. And now I feel like it took me a while. Like I, when we broke up, I punched a wall, like in the middle of our breakup. Like I literally had like a huge bruise on my hand. Like it was swollen. Like I thought my wrist was broken. <laughs> um, and now during this breakup, I literally just was like, this isn't working for me. I cried to my mother. Um, I cried to my best friend and then I went to bed and I woke up the next day and I was like, I'm allowed to feel this hurt, but I am not allowed to let it destroy me because I have worked way too hard on myself to not let this go. Like I honor my feelings, but I need to focus on myself and regroup. Yeah. So. Ugh, I admire that. It literally like, it felt like when my first breakup, um, I wouldn't say that I was like blindsided, but I... I would have done, I was just too comfortable in it and I kind of knew we should break up. We should have broken up like two years before we really did. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're in college, it's like comfortable and whatever. So like when we, I graduated, he's a year older than me, I graduated, I moved home and I had no intention of going back to Pennsylvania. Like I was living here. And like, I just knew that like, I didn't want to be in it anymore. Like I wanted to go out. Like I had fun like going out and like meeting people and like talking. I would have never done anything, but still I kind of like, I just knew in the back of my mind, like we should break up, but I was never going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just not. And then he did it and he basically like was just like not in love with me anymore, which is very valid, but he was like my best friend. Yeah. So like, I think I cried a good amount. I think I would have gotten over it a lot faster if we just like stopped talking all together like it really didn't hurt. it hurt but it wasn't like I can't eat for days like it what wasn't like that mm -hmm. whereas with this breakup like holy shit it caught me so off guard um like we were both in love and then like on a great day telling each other like how much we mean to each other and like all this stuff and then like four days later he breaks up with me and like completely cold turkey and then I find he's like literally talking to someone across the country so it's like oh so that like I think I just went fucking crazy like, yeah. 
Oh my god, I fucking like was so petty. I was like, I need to drop your sweatshirts off. Like I just don't want them. Mm-hmm. He's like, No, you can like keep them. Like throw them out. I'm like, No, I'm not throwing them out. I'm dropping them off, and it's like fucking pouring rain. And I'm like, Yeah, your sweatshirts are outside. And he's like, Okay. And I was like, And I want the clock I gave you. I gave him this like nice Beatles clock from London because I had just went to London. He's like, okay, you fucking weirdo. It's <laughs> like, give me the clock. Like, <laughs> give it to me. I need, I need the clock. Like, I need it. I need something. I need, so- I need to see you. I need something. And yeah. this motherfucker walked around like his house so I wouldn't see him. And I was in my car the whole time. I don't know how I missed it. I was like, eyes were glued. <laughs> I was on. She was waiting. <laughs> she was. I waiting. was waiting to pop out, motherfucker. Like, but um, yeah, that was not fun and then he fucking left it outside his door and then i saw him just run back into his house and i was like you motherfucker and i got the clock and i just smashed it on the ground it was plastic it wasn't anything like i'm like i'm so dramatic i'm so dramatic looking back at it i'm "I'm so dramatic and then like that same week though i had went out and i had so i was standing online of the bar and i recognized this girl and like i've known her like i just know her and I'm like, oh, like, why is she here? And then she looked at me and, like, dead in the eye and then went back to her phone. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I know in the back of my head that she had hooked up with my ex-boyfriend, like, before we started dating. And then I go down into the bar or whatever, and I see them together. And I no. lost my mind. I went up to this kid, and I was like, hey, what's your name? And whatever he said. I said, I think we should make out. So we just started making out, like, right in front of them. And then... He, he was like, whoa, I was like, I was filled with like anger and like, I would have done it. I, I, I was like, you guys are so lucky. I'm not going over to him and like punching him in the face. Or yeah. Like I am so angry. Of course. Yeah. I would be angry too. And I feel like a man that can't face their ex after a breakup, like even dropping off the stuff, like he should have came out and just had the respect to like see you. And just let it be and let you get your closure. Let him get his closure and move on. My ex also didn't. Well, I broke up with him, but he didn't give me the respect to like be able to get closure in person because regardless, even though I ended it, it did hurt and it wasn't an easy decision and he just couldn't face me. And then seeing him out in that condition when he knows the bars you go to and knows that he would have seen you was just deliberate and hurtful. Yeah. And like I did see him. Like, I was standing upstairs at the upstairs because the bar everyone, like, was at. I was downstairs. And I was just standing upstairs. I'm like, I just need a breather. I just need to, like, get my shit together. And he fucking walks by me. And I'm like, hello? He's like, oh, my God. Hey, Danielle. Like, how are you? I'm like, great. Like, I'm fucking great. Like, what do you mm-hmm. think? And he had the nerve to, like, tell me I'm crazy and, like, stalking his social media where I'm like, I'm literally not. Mind you, I had just got my wisdom teeth out, so I was home. Like, I was home on my phone. I'm not, like, yeah. per- like yes, purposely I would have probably just gone on his, like, looked at his stuff, but I was still following him because we didn't end on bad terms. Like, mm-hmm. we were, like, it, while we were breaking up, he's, like, we're going to get back together. Like, this is for us. This is a good thing for us. Like, I still want to be with you. I still want, like, a life with you. And I'm, like, okay. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Number one rule, when you're breaking up with someone, please do not give them hope. Like, just it's don't. very manipulative and it's like I want you but not but right now. Not right now, maybe when maybe. it's convenient for me. Right. And that's just probably the most selfish thing that you could put someone through. Cuz like then you're like and then he said if we if we do this the right way, we can get back together. It's like 
what is the right way. So basically he wanted you to be a lap dog, sit home, cry over him while he went out and fucked all these girls yeah. and got whatever and he, he needed out of there. And then to come back to you when you're broken. Yes. And he wanted me to not say anything to him like while we were broken up, literally stop talking to him. Whereas I'm just not like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I don't speak and like tell you how I feel, I will like go crazy. And I think that has like, I'm working on that. Like not always having to tell you something, but like, I felt so strongly about this person and then like, we had like very intense like feelings and like a long like a short amount of time I had never felt like that and I was just like how do you just leave and like that's it like maybe you're over it but I'm clearly not and like mm-hmm. you can't even give me the respect to like and he's like crying while we break up well the best thing that ever happened to me and like and like I think he just felt guilty for something and like it all comes back together like oh yeah you feel guilty because I didn't deserve that and you were definitely talking to someone when we were together exactly so ladies don't settle for trash and when someone knows that you deserve better and chooses not to step up and be better they're not for you because that's almost going into like borderline emotional abuse at that point not saying that he was emotionally abusive but that's just it's teetering on a very dangerous line yeah and like it was getting bad like like my friends would be like i don't know it's very like he's gaslighting you he like love bombed you and i'd be like i don't even know what that means like no he didn't and like obviously he did Mm -hmm. and like at the end of our relationship like i had so much anxiety just throughout the day for like no reason but i'm like there is a this is coming from somewhere i just Mm -hmm. don't know why or like where it's coming from so I could feel it. It was going to get bad. And, like, he said that, too. He's like, I don't want to resent you. And, like, I don't want this to get into something toxic. And I feel like it's going to. And we both did. But I don't know where it would have came. Like, I, it's because of him. 100%. <laughs> Sometimes your gut knows before you do. Yeah, 100%. I started not being able to sleep. I started, like, breaking out. And as soon as I broke up with him, my skin cleared. I slept, like, 10 hours a night. Like, it Queen. was fucking crazy crazy the transformation that, that i so had crazy so it really your body kind of warns you and that's yeah. like sometimes it is your gut sometimes you know like anxiety is just anxiety and anxious thoughts and intrusive thoughts but sometimes if something's off your yeah. body will tell when it's you. like a physical reaction it's like okay mm-hmm. like your mind probably thought it first mm-hmm. but like obviously push it away because it's like oh whatever it's just anxiety but when you have a physical like reaction like that like you can't ignore it. And I, like, remember the day we broke up. Like, I woke up in the morning, and I was like, something's just not right. Like, mm-hmm. we have to talk. Like, mm-hmm. can we talk today? And he's like, yeah, we need to talk. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. After I just, like, spoiled the shit out of him because his birthday was coming up. and ugh. Me too. Yeah. Personally, like, the amount of gifts that I got him when I got shit in return is absolutely insane to me. But, again, I wouldn't change who I am for someone. So I'm happy that I showed up authentically as myself and, like, yeah. I did what I did. Yeah. I have never been that good of a girlfriend. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so, so scared for, like, the next person that gets me because I will not be as good. <laughs> yes, you will. You just need to find the right person. And speaking of that, so finding me. the right person is about going on dates again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you some tips. On first dates, yeah. which I, I love first dates. I think they're fun. Rhea is a professional dater. I'm like, not professional, but you, you know, are. at this point, like, you got to see your options. You have to know who's worth your time. 
before you give everything to someone. So I like going on first dates. I think they're fun. I think they're lighthearted. And I mean, no, it's so fun. I think like it's so easy for like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know why I struggle so hard. I think I would be okay to go on a first date. I just think I need to be asked. I don't think I, Mm -hmm. I'm just not a hinge person. Yeah. Like I'm not a dating app person and I don't have anything against it. Like, at all. I just, I don't know. It's just something when I go on there, I just don't, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And most of my first dates after my relationship was because so many people texted me, like, of people that I used to talk to, and they were like, hey, I saw you on Bumble. Are you, like, okay? Because they knew I was in a relationship. And I was like, yeah, like, we broke up, whatever, and, like, want to go out. And I was like, sure. <laughs> exactly. Like, why not? Yeah, literally, why not? And I remember being like, oh my God, like, Brie, that's amazing. You're like, you're only going to be this young and hot once. Like, we should do it. Might as well take advantage of it. I and was just... like, shit, I spent, my healing recovery was like crying at the bar when any, literally when any boy would talk to me. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone heals differently. That was me after my previous relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't, I literally like, any guy that came up to me, I would make them feel like shit about themselves. One cried. Her sister was there at DJ's. One guy started, because I he came up to our table and tried taking our free shots. And I was like, do you see you're making everyone uncomfortable? Like, no one wants you here. Like, I was mean. And I'm not that, like, I am still aggressive if someone hurts my friend, but I'm really not that aggressive anymore. Like, I don't care enough. But, like, I really, like, was bad. It's different every relationship, I would say, yeah. like, in the healing process. I literally would trauma dump on, like, anyone that would listen to me. <laughs> but that's just I'm gonna that's my goal for 2023 to go on more dates there you go so we got to talk about tips for first dates yeah tips for first dates what what's your number one tip my number one tip I would say is like a lot of people go into dates being like oh my god I hope that they like me no fuck that get that out of your brain don't give a fuck if someone likes you Go on that date and question if you like them. Yeah. Because if they like you, that only goes so far. You have to make sure that you like the qualities about them. You don't have to be, like, in love with their physical appearance, but it is important. Like, it yeah, goes it a is. long way. Like, attraction lasts a lifetime. So you have to at least be, like, know that you are attracted to them. You have to like th- their qualities, their personality, their activities. It's not just about them being nice. Yeah. Their niceness has to be in line with your values and like what you do to day to day as well yeah and like you have to i like going off that i feel like you have to like think like can i see this person around my family can i see this person around my friends like it sounds dramatic but it's true why mm-hmm. would you waste your time like okay you like them but like what do you like about them yes can, can they add value to your life mm-hmm. like do do they make you laugh like do they seem like a respectable like guy or girl or whatever you're into like I yeah. think that's important. You kind of have to see, like, if your lifestyles are almost the same. Because mm-hmm. if they're not, like, you're not going to work. Yeah. You know? And don't just like someone because they like you. Yeah, that's huge. That's something I need to learn. <laughs> we all do. We yeah. all, I feel the same way. Because I was, like, so excited, like, how invested my ex was into me that I was like, okay, we're doing this. Like, this is it. But, like, when I sat down and thought about it, like, we were so different. Like, long-term, we never really would have worked. Yeah. And also be aware of what their job is. True. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, if that's important to you, like, that's important to me. Like, I don't want to work when I get married. (laughs) (laughs) I need someone that's going to be financially 
stable yeah make sure like your financial like this is not going to happen just on a first date either no, like this takes not. growing but in like you do have to like think like realistically like if your lives are going to align with that way too because if you plan on living together like you don't want someone living off of you like if you want someone 50 50 or if you want to be danielle and be a stay-at-home <laughs> wife you gotta like put that into consideration yeah i i kid but like it is important to me that like at least like my partner has a job a steady in like income of money mm-hmm. and like a normal like I don't know I don't want to be embarrassed when I tell people what you do yeah and I know that sounds so bad but like it's true like yeah I don't know does that sound fucked up no it's not because if you tell someone like oh he's a part-time twitch streamer <laughs> no full-time uh, oh full-time <laughs> um like if he's making that bank okay if he's making like a cup, like enough for himself, yeah, and like he can't move out of his parents with that stream yeah. income, then that's like I literally had this conversation today. I was like, imagine like telling your friends like your husband's job is a Twitch streamer. Hey, listen. like nothing, nothing against it. I just, I don't know. If he was making a million dollars, yeah, if he could, no like, one would be complaining, right? If he was like one of those guys like on YouTube that like has a plaque. Exactly. And, like, those fucking kids that are so, like, fucking rich from playing games. Like, I'd be like, yeah, this is my husband's job. Like, but you would also, at that point, say, like, he's a content creator. Like, yeah. he has fans. He has a following. Yeah. Whatever. So, <laughs> shade to her ex. And also mine, but he, yeah. doesn't, he, doesn't, <laughs> he didn't make any money off of it. Um, he, he got one check. Um, <laughs> what else? Like, do you think that um, drinks on a first date is, like, a normal like that's a good idea like oh let's go grab drinks like yeah I think it's it depends on what you want like I think that it's a casual good way to like meet up and like let energy flow without it being overwhelming like personally for me I like doing something that I could get to know them and release like tension so like I've gone on like axe throwing first dates I've gone to like I play America which is like an arcade like I love that um and drinks is also, I went to like get like gelato and wine with a guy recently and like that was perfect because we just, it was short, sweet and simple and yeah. you, you could tell instantly if there's a connection or not. Yeah. Like dedicating an entire day to a first date is a little overwhelming. Yeah, that's a lot. I think my ideal first date would be the gelato and like wine. Yeah. I definitely, I don't want to sound like an alcoholic, but I do definitely need like a drink because I would be like very nervous. Yeah. Like especially if I like the guy, like. I know, I don't know, I think I just know right away, like, I'm just, I, I don't really ever really like people like that, like, and if I know right away that I'm gonna like them, like, I'm so nervous, mm-hmm. like, I drank a bottle, like, of wine before I went on my first date with my ex, <laughs> like, I drank, like, two glasses, a bottle's dramatic, but I drank, like, two glasses, and I, I already knew prepared. I was gonna like him, like, because we were talking before, and I was like, I'm gonna get my heart broken from this, but it's okay, I just have wine. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, we're in our healing hour. Yeah, one time I went on a date, um... Ale House has been, like, my date spot. Okay. And I went on a date, and I just knew I wasn't going to like this guy. Like, I I don't know why. I just knew. He was white. Uh, and it was just something Not about. Danielle's type. No. And he was, like, downing beers. And I just, like, had, like, three Diet Cokes. And I was just like, okay, not the vibe. Also, side story. Um, when I, me and my first boyfriend broke up. So, backstory. I used to live across the street from this kid who went to a different high school than me. Like, he went to the boys, like, Catholic school, and I went to public school, and I was in love with him. Like, all of high school, I was 
in fucking love with him. We talked for a little bit and he broke my heart after a couple of months, but it's okay. And like, I was really crazy because if he lived across the street from me, like I would find any excuse to take my dogs out. Like let's like go at the same time. Like I was so crazy, but I was also like in high school. So I was like learning, but then I like went away to um, college. I obviously had like a boyfriend, whatever. We break up and I was like, oh, I wonder like what he's doing. So like I saw him outside one day and I brought my dog outside. Of course you did. <laughs> and like we were making small talk and he was like, oh, like what are you doing like these days? And I was like, yeah, like I just like to go out because like me and my boyfriend like broke up. Like I'm not doing anything these days. He's like, oh, okay. Like whatever. Later that night, he texted me and was like, do you want to go to Johnny Max with me? And sure. I was like of course I was like yes this is like my high school dream like I'm fucking living for this right now and so he was like yeah I've been drinking all day with like my dad and I was like okay okay I'm sober like it's eight o'clock on a Sunday night a little bit of a red flag yeah a little 100 percent. but I was like I love this guy so much <laughs> like of course and he picked me up and no we met out this is so weird because we lived across the street from each other we met outside for the uber Bye. Then, yeah, like, it was so awkward. And then we, like, go to Johnny Max. And, like, mind you, the night before this, so we went out on a Sunday. And I would, the night before on Saturday night, I was flirting with one of the bouncers. And I, like, loved him so much. So oh, I was sketching God. the whole time that I was there on Sunday night. Like, oh, my God, these the bouncers are going to tell so-and-so that I was here, the boy. Whatever. So then we're, like, sitting at the bar, and he's ordering frozen margaritas. Bye. And he's so fucked up. And he's, like... Touching, like, being so, like, touchy-feely, and that's, like, not my vibe. Yeah. Especially if I'm sober. I'm like, please don't fucking don't touch, touch me. me. Like, this is not, this is not it for me. It was just, like, so awkward, and he's, like, so aggressive, and, like, I just, and he asked me to go to a wedding with him. What is with you and wedding? I don't know. I don't know. I just put that together. I do not know. <laughs> but I, of course, said yes. I was like, of course. Okay. Per. And I'm like, um... We ended up going, like, we went home, obviously, and I went home, and I hysterically cried. I was like, Uh that was the worst date. If this is what dating is, I want no part of it. Well, that's not a date. That was, I'm drunk, and I need a companion to go to Johnny Max with. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, like, I like you so much. Like, I've always liked you. Like, whatever. I was like, huh. Like, and he was shorter than me, (laughs) and he was white. Yeah. And then... Recipe for disaster. Right. And then the wedding came, and he, I was like... Oh my god, like I'm so sorry. Like I can't go to the wedding with you. Like I got tickets to the show at Count Basie. He was like, "Oh my god, like what is it?" And I was like, I had to look up what like the show was, and it was RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that's a good show. If you're gonna go to any show, that's a good show. Did you get tickets? No. Shit. I went out with my friends <laughs> for my birthday, but I was like, "It's RuPaul's Drag Race," and he's like, "Oh, sick." And I was like. And so then sick. I think he got the hint, like, because then we didn't really talk. I'm sure. Yeah. So I haven't really had great first dates. Yeah. So don't do that for our first date. Yeah. Like advice. Don't go to Johnny Max. No. <laughs> I would say too, like something I've noticed. If I wear something uncomfortable to a first date, I stress the fuck out. Like I like to look cute, but you have to also be comfortable. Like you don't wear no like fucking skin tight dress no, no like no. you have to like wear something you know you look good in and exactly you know you feel good in. exactly that i love clothes so i'm obsessed with like yes. putting outfits together and you have to wear something cute 
not super slutty, but something that's like, I can be slutty, but I'm not being slutty right now. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's a freak in me, but I'm not showing but you. But she's reserved. She's, uh, if you make it to, like, the fifth week, fifth week, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. whatever you want, but what do you think about sleeping with someone on the first date? Um, been there, done that, never do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes it works out, I will say, like, my first boyfriend, like, Literally was supposed to be a one-night stand when I was in California. Um, didn't work out that way. Like, we ended up, like, in love. Like, love-bombing each other. Um, and then it just didn't work out, obviously. He was a pedophile. Um, <laughs> it's plain and simple. But also, I just... I think to earn someone's respect, at least, and you're, like, almost to prove to yourself, like... I feel like you get, like, dick clouded. Yeah. I mean, if it's good. If it's good, you really get clouded. Yeah, and like, but if it's terrible... Then you can never see them again. Literally, you have to block them. You, literally, as soon as you leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't walk me out. Like, I'll Uber. Like, I didn't bring my car. I'll find a way home. Like, I know I'm supposed to sleep here. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, no. Literally, like, that was my New Year's goal last year, was to not sleep with everybody. Or, like... <laughs> Well, and to have them take me on a date first if I wanted to. Yeah. And I followed through with it, but then I started dating them. Yeah. So I was like, that can't happen again. So then this, okay, so a couple months ago, I was like, I'm back in my whore era. Like, I don't really care. Let's just have meaningless sex. And then I did. And it, like, literally was shit. And mm -hmm. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, this doesn't feel good. It's no. not good. It means nothing to me. And, like, you leave almost feeling, like, more shit than when you went there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't do anything. Like, I, I used to be, like, really, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know if it's because I'm growing up, but, like, it just was, like, not appealing to me. And I'm, like, uh, don't ever have sex with anybody, <laughs> like, until I'm, like, three or four dates in and I know I'm going to like you. No, I agree. Honestly, I... You, like give props to anyone that can do casual sex and enjoy it because yeah, enjoying it is I, the hard part. Yeah, I went celibate for a year and a half before I met my most recent ex-boyfriend, and I was like, I am not going to sleep with someone until I know that I'm in love with them or I'm falling in love with them. Yeah, and I did it, and I don't regret it because obviously the relationship didn't work out, but like I found so much more like respect within myself, not because. It, Sleeping with someone in respect has really doesn't have anything to do with the other, but like right. I respected my decisions so much more and like just like my choice in men because I got so clouded because my emotions get so caught up in it once yeah. we have sex. Yeah, see, I go through phases of trying to be like the chill, like cool girl, like because I personally am not looking for a relationship and I don't necessarily want one, but like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want to have fun. Like, mm -hmm. uh, before I met my first, my most recent ex-boyfriend, I was, like, in my era of just, like, having fun and, like, being, like, whatever. Because I've never really done that. Like, I had a boyfriend all of college, and, like, I turned 21, and I was in school. I came home, 22. Had, what, a half a year of going out, not even in COVID. Like, so I was just kind of, like, feeling around, vibing, and I was having casual sex with somebody. And I knew that we would never date. Like, mm -hmm. I knew that. But it also doesn't take away from the fact that you still can get your feelings hurt. Like, mm -hmm. they can still hurt you. Of course. And, like, even though, like, you don't like them like that. And, like, you do like them enough to have sex with them every weekend. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, and then once they're, like, kind of mean to you, like, it's like, oh. And then you get sad. And, like, I fucking cried on Thanksgiving Eve last year. Because, like, 
the guy I was hooking up with was just like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was never that serious. So I'm like, why am I crying? But then again, like, I'm upset because you hurt me. Like, you're disrespecting me. Anyone you give yourself access to in that way and when they disregard you, your feelings, your body, like, it's going to make you feel some type of way. Yeah. Regardless if you have feelings about yeah. it or not. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm at a point now I'm trying to figure out, like, what like what my relationship is with like sex and like what do I want it to be because I don't want a serious relationship but I don't want to I don't know mm-hmm. just vibe in like trying to figure it out but like with the right like with the person like you can kind of like vibe and like see because I feel like a lot of the times I meet people and then like sex just ruins it it's so terrible like it's mm-hmm. just like so bad like I don't have one the last kid I had sex with. This is so bad. Men you really have to pay more attention to women like that's just what I'm gonna say you just can't talk like shut the fuck up see i love keep your mouth shut no dirty talk is fine just do not talk in between oh yeah no like keep your mouth shut keep your mouth shut what is he talking about that we that i shouldn't have meaningless sex that i shouldn't What's the point in having meaningless sex? Why would I do it? While you were having sex? While we were, like, kind of in the, like, in-between of, like, are we going to have sex or are we not going to have sex? Like, you know, you're in the area, like, that type of vibe. And I'm like, you're pissing me off. Yeah. But then I had sex with it. I don't know. I think I was drunk. (laughs) Blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the... Blame it on the... Oh. Oh, get it, get it. <laughs> what other tips do we have for first dates? Where do you think people should meet someone? Like, if you meet someone at a bar and they ask you on a first date, what do you say? I would give it a chance. I would. I also feel like this might just be, but I, like I say this, but then I always go on dates with people from bars. But like, I don't feel like I'm gonna find my husband in like a crazy bar. But also, you never know. So give it a shot. See how you feel. Maybe do something that's not so... Like, don't let him take you to a bar for your first date. Yeah. Like, see if there's a personality out of that. Like, if it's a restaurant with drinks, that's fine. Yeah. But if it's the same bar, like, if they're like, hey, let's go to this, like, local, like, spot that's, like, literally, like, a dive bar. Like, no. Right. No. Like, what's your personality besides drinking? Right. Exactly. I don't know if I have one. You do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But what like, you, you wouldn't be like to a guy on the first date, like, let's go to Johnny Max. Like, you no. would want something different. You would want something. I've only gone to Ale House. Okay. Literally. Well, let's change it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I tell everyone like, now I tell them no Ale House and no Porta. I mean, yeah. Because I went. Porta is a really good date spot, honestly. Like the yeah. pizza, like the restaurant type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's great. Um, it's not too secluded. Like you have people around you, like fine. It's like lively and stuff. Like same with the Ale House, like it's fine. But I'm over it. I've had too many dates there, and it just reminds me of my ex boyfriend. And I don't want to think my ex boyfriend on a first date with somebody else. Yeah, no, absolutely so, not. I don't know where I'm gonna go. We'll see. Maybe you could go to like a fancy place, and you could bring your own wine. Yeah. Or even like. Or go somewhere where your ex never wanted to go. That's an ultimate win. That is. That is. How do you feel about girls like asking? Have you ever asked someone on a date? I definitely have. I can't think of like an example right this second. Yeah. But I think that girls asking guys out on dates is not weird. I think that it should happen. I think that yeah. girls can make the first move, and a lot of people find that attractive. 
uh, every like guy friend I have like literally always says like it's I love when like a girl's confident and like just literally flat out says what they want. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want to hook up, just say that. Mm-hmm. And if you just if you want to go on a date, say it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm like, for one, I'm pretty straight up, but I've never asked anybody out on a date. I think I'm just like too nervous or I've never liked somebody enough to like ask them on a date like I don't know I have to be like head over heels for you or I'll ask my like line is like so when are you taking me out yeah that's a good one yeah because I I don't think I ever like personally have been like let me take you out I'm like when are you asking yeah you need to take me out yeah I'm never gonna pay for you on the first date no not on the first date sorry I'll pretend like I'm going to but you better be like, no, I got this. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Agreed. Because, like, no. And I don't – I would never say, like – I guess I feel like it is just, like, it is old school. But also I just like knowing that, like, someone wanted to spend enough time with me to go all out and yeah. pay for it. It is a yeah. nice feeling. It's a nice gesture. And it's not to say that that's how your relationship has to be. Like, oh, you no. have to pay for everything. No, it's just – the first date. I'm like, let's see where this goes. Because down the line, like, I'm never going to let someone always pay. No. I just feel guilty. Yeah. And like, yes, it'd be nice, but like, I'm just not, it doesn't have, I don't have that in me. Yeah. Even though I want to. Know your <laughs> worth, ladies. Yes, queens. Girly pops. Girly pops. Girly pops. My listen. unhinged queens. Yes. What's like an unhinged behavior of yours that you want to fix? Um... So I get impulsive and I say whatever the fuck I'm thinking and don't think it through. Like right after me and my ex broke up, I texted him and I told him that a Snapchat score makes it seem like life's really working out well for him. When I literally broke up with him and like, what do you expect a guy to do when you first break up? Like he's not going to sit there and cry over you. He's going to go you to wish. the next girl to suppress his feelings and then he'll cry about it in a month or two. Yeah. Um, and then he'll text you. Yeah. And then he tried to gaslight me and call me crazy when... I am crazy, and I looked at a Snapchat score while we were together to make sure he wasn't Snapchatting other bitches, and he was not. So all of a sudden, it went up 100 points. Like, sir, sir, <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yeah. When I should have never said that, I should have just blocked it and let it go. And after that night, I did because I was drunk, and I never would have said that if I wasn't drinking. So blocked the Snapchat. I blocked his every, every single social media you could think of. I just actually deleted his number two nights ago. So oh my God, wow. not getting my shit back, I guess. But that's not. Oh. That's all right. That's interesting. He could keep my necklaces and gift it to a new girl. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Neck broke. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's your unhinged behavior? Oh my god, I have way too many. Um I think I'm also very impulsive. Um, especially when I drink. I'm I I, I honestly don't really care a lot about anything that I do. Like, I if I say well, if I want to say something, I'm going to say it, like, no matter what, sober or not. Like, it might come out a lot nicer if I'm sober, but when I'm drunk, I just am so impulsive and, like, I kind of just say whatever I want. I also just, like, make rash, like, I just make decisions based off of, like, emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm so unhinged, like... I'm a homie hopper till I die. Like, that's probably one of my most unhinged, like, habits. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I just, I find it so fascinating. That's fair. I'm making their best friend fall in love with me. 
I've done it once. once. Oh, I probably have very, very often. I know. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> like, I have kissed, like, ki- I'll, kissed, like, three guys in the same friend group. You know. I've had, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, I mean, if they're willing to do it. Sorry you reached out to me. <laughs> that's just, if they're willing to put themselves out there and do that, then. One of them took me on a date. Damn. Mm-hmm. There you go. First date. He played me like a fool. <laughs> Fair. As guys do. Gave me a UTI. <laughs> I've only infiltrated myself into two friend groups, I think. I feel like we have to get one of them to guest star one day. I feel like I could get one of them. I totally agree. And that would be so good. It would. And we could tell the Betty story. Yes. That day. Wait, maybe we should do it next week. Oh Yeah, we have to. We have to talk about it at some point. Okay. Because it's killing me. Yes. I need to. Yes. It's so funny. I feel like I could get him here. I just don't think he'll say anything. Fair. He'd probably just sit here in silence and be like, yep. He'd probably just laugh and like be high and just be like, Whoa. I'm the hopped. <laughs> yeah. I called him a homie hopper the other day because he homie hopped too. He did. The tea. The tea, but you'll have to wait. Yeah, you'll have to wait more on that next time. Because it's too good of a story and we need like a lot. Fair. We need like a lot of time to digress into it. Yes. Maybe next week we can talk about homie hopping and also how to heal with almost breaking up with a friend. Ugh, yeah. Because I feel like that's a different kind of, like, Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. And we're both, like, going through that. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, just knowing when it's enough is enough, Mm -hmm. basically. And it's so much harder to distinguish with a friend because there's no, like, rule book on, like, this is when you're done. Yeah. It's very different than a relationship. Yeah, it's really hard, especially when you've been, like, friends forever. Yep. And they're, like, your person, but, like, they're not at some point. Yeah. They're in, like, friend groups, the dynamic, how it changes. Yep. That is hard. Mm-hmm. The shit's hard. It's not fun growing up and, like, having issues. Being adults? Yeah. Being, like, I literally feel like I'm wearing a diaper right now as I talk, but it's fine. I'm a child. I am still a child in an adult five. body. Yeah. Like, I make, I don't know. It's fun being an adult because you have to go out and, like, meet people and be fun and chaotic mm-hmm. but it's also not because you have to like think about the decisions i was make. gonna say all the responsibility is on you for your yeah. actions for everything i haven't done anything like too crazy though recently i was saying that to molly the other day i was like my life is too calm right now my life has been so calm i feel like the last i don't even know how many months when you know i used to be the most <laughs> crazy like I was the queen of being psychotic. Yeah. Like, I have so many stories to tell. Yeah, I'm so excited. But well, it's like an onion. Like, you just got to peel back the layers. You need so. to gain your trust. Exactly. <laughs> so tune in for more psychotic stories. Yeah, if you want to hear really how crazy it has been. If you have any questions... Send them in. Send them in to us. We'll do a little snippet at the end of next week. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, we <laughs> hope you enjoyed. I hope I wish we could play them. I know. So we listen, we have a soundboard, but it's not working right now. Yeah, it's not working at all. But we'll 
hopefully get our shit together at some point. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, we got this. This has been a work in progress. Yeah. You don't even know the amount of work we did before we started no. recording. This is like Unnecessary the, work. Literally. This is like the pilot of like a TV show, like when the series goes on and they just want to see if it does well. Yeah. Even if this does bad, we're still going to talk. Even if it reaches one person, I'll be happy. Even yeah, Exactly. If we touch one person with being fucking crazy and they feel like they just want to listen to someone like talk about Like girl shit, talk. Like if you don't have friends that you can talk about stuff like this with like i hope this reaches you we're your friends now we're your bestie girly pops zooby 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 zoo zoo on out of here baby yeah well (laughs) just like that and that's that's that see you next week on unhinged therapy zooby zooby zoo zooby zooby zoo (laughs) i stopped recording